the day we've been waiting for. It is finally game day. Here are the keys to the game for Miami of Florida. You are locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday and happy game day. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Miami against Miami of Ohio tonight at 7 o'clock from Hard Rock Stadium. To help me break it down and break down some keys to the game, my awesome colleague at allhurricanes.com, Liam Willerup. We call him the lefty. Liam is with us. Liam, how are you? I am excited for game day. I could not be more excited for it to be Friday right now. No doubt about that. And um, okay, so I'm going to start with, with my first key. And on a Mario Cristobal coached team, Probably going to be a key to every single game you play in, but Miami of Florida, I know people get upset when I say that, but our Miami, the Miami <sighs> Hurricanes, need to win at the line of scrimmage, right? You got to revamp the offensive line and enough running backs. The Hurricanes should be able to pound the rock. I've loved what A.J. Allen and Mark Fletcher have been doing. Henry Parrish has had a really good fall camp, and you add guys to your offensive line like Javion Cohen and Matt Lee and Francis Maui Noah. Uh, the Hurricanes should be able to outmuscle Miami of Ohio. Uh, the Miami Ohio defensive line—they've got some depth, especially uh, you know they, they've got some depth out there, and they've got a lot of returning players. Miami Ohio, but I still think the Hurricanes should be able to establish themselves at the line of scrimmage. And the same thing goes, Liam, for the defensive side of the football. I think Miami has enough of a rotation there, especially with their pass rush, that they should be able to win most of those battles. Oh, 100%. I think, you know, the great wall of Mirabal, there's a reason why he was one of the top recruiters because he can bring guys in and develop them. I couldn't be more ecstatic for this offensive line that we have this year with Jalen Rivers moving outside to tackle. I think Maui Goa, the, both the brothers look like they'll be having a great day today. Uh, really excited to see that. You know, you talked about the pass rushers. We got Nigel Lee Kelly, Ruben Bain, Jaden Wayne, Akeem Mesador, Jafari Harvey. I'm excited to see what all of those guys are able to do tonight. And Ruben Bain, I'm ready for him to put out. He was talking about his goal is not just to be a freshman All-American. He's aiming for higher than that. And, you know, this team that you did mention, you know, University of Miami, Ohio, Brian Agubu, one of the returners, 10 TFLs, five sacks, as well as Corey Settle, six TFLs, six sacks. Some people to look out for. But my prediction... I think we let in two sacks or less. I feel like this team's going to be honed in, motivated. Mario Cristobal wants to come out and set the tone early with Texas A&M coming in next week. I'm saying the answer to this question is yes. Do you think Ruben Bain gets his first collegiate sack tonight? I I'm going to say he does. If it's not a sack, he's getting a half sack. I think he's yeah, getting yeah. in the backfield. He is going to do something crazy, you know, a nice celebration, but – He's, he's a dog. I mean, we've been asking Coach Gidry all offseason, Ruben Ben, Ruben Ben, Ruben Ben. We all want to know what's going on with him. Never got that five-star status. We treat him like he's a five-star. He's going to prove why all the recruiting websites should have had him as one tonight. And 
he's getting in the backfield one way or another. So my next key, I'm going to focus on Miami of Florida's defense for this one. Don't give up big plays. Um, I hate to even bring up this terrible memory, but I think a lot of us remember that Middle Tennessee game last year when the Hurricanes gave up touchdowns just in that game of 98 yards, 71 yards, 69 yards, let alone all the big plays they gave up in other games. Uh, coverage breakdowns like what happened last year cannot be happening again this year. Um, you know, Hurricanes have mostly new faces at cornerback, so I just I want to see the communication, Liam, because I, I feel like a lot of those coverage breakdowns, and obviously Miami had some talent. I mean, Tyreek Stevenson and DJ Ivy, DJ DJ's looking great in camp for the Cincinnati Bengals. So mm. they had talented cornerbacks last year, whether our fans want to admit it or not. I think that there was just a lot of miscommunication. Uh, and hopefully a lot of that had to do with the defensive coordinator who's no longer here. Uh, but when you're relying now on guys like Devontae Brown, Jadis Richard, Damari Brown, Daryl Porter Jr., who was here last year, but I think he'll have an even an increased role this year. Mm -hmm. uh, safeties are pretty much uh, the same from last year. I got to see that defensive secondary not get burned and cooked like they did last year. Additionally, I know Jaden Davis was thrown in the mix, so they're going to be yeah. those five corners, especially playing out there with, you know, to Corey Couch out there as well. He needs to keep a tight leash on these guys. If, you know, they slip up, he's got to be, hey, you made your mistake. We're playing a game that we cannot embarrass in front of our home crowd in game one. I'm going to pull you in for a little bit. I think that's what it needs to be said as. We also know Coach Guidry did mention that, you know, James Williams will be seeing either a designation at safety or outside linebacker. I'm going to imagine he goes into the safety role for this game, you know, to make sure things are eased up, you know, allowing to have James Williams and Cam Kitchens, you know, per PFF, you know, the best tandem safety duo in the nation right now. So yeah. if he's able to keep those guys back there, prepare for a big physical game against, you know, Texas A&M. Cause I think if you put James Williams in the offensive, I mean, outside linebacker role, he, you don't want to be worn out when you've got a big game, you know, marquee matchup versus an SEC opponent uh, the following week. So I think also a big thing is making sure the run is in place. I think Francisco Maui Goa, who congratulations will be named a starter for tonight's game. Uh, he needs to be able to ensure that there's no problems with the tackling, which has been a thing ever since the yeah, Manny yeah. Diaz era. And, you know, Wesley Bassang should help with that as well with, you know, Corey Flagg uh, rotating in there as well. So if they're able to keep, you know, the run game intact, because we do know that Gabbard can move a little bit. So we got to yeah, be able to keep it contained. And if they can do that, keep the tight leash on the cornerbacks. I think things will go well tonight. And you're right about Gabbert. Uh, him extending plays, that, that's another reason why Like I'm, I'm worried about giving up some big plays because if, if he can buy himself a couple of extra seconds, gives one of his receivers a chance to get open, and they, they, they've they got some some talent in their, uh, in their receiver core there at Miami, Ohio. Uh, they got a, a Notre Dame transfer who's looking pretty good out there. They got some speed uh, in the transfer portal. So we will see how it goes. But my third key for tonight is – can we see someone make a case to be a number one receiver, right? And I bring that up because Shannon Dawson brought it up. Uh, the, the offensive coordinator reminded us on Monday that this team isn't returning a 100-catch guy from last year. He had one of those uh, with Tank Dell and a 14-yard receiver in Dell uh, at Houston. You know, Miami doesn't return someone with those kind of numbers. Dawson said, quote, we've got to find out who our dudes are, he said. So, yeah, I could see definitely Xavier Restrepo, 
or Colby Young or even Elijah Arroyo kind of emerge as, you know, one of the prime candidates to put up a big receiving performance tonight. But uh, I want to see reliable hands really stand out tonight. I mean, we know that Xavier Restrepo and Tyler Van Dyke have a great relationship. So we know there'll be a lot of targets going that way for X. You know, Colby Young, we saw him come on at the end of the year. He had those two big 100-yard games, uh, you know, most notably the Virginia game. I do not believe we will see our first 100-yard receiver tonight. That's my mm -hmm. prediction. I feel like it's going to be spread across. We're going to be seeing a lot of action from the running backs. As a committee, it will be uh, seen. I do not imagine we will see a 100-yard receiver. I think we'll have some reach into the 80s, maybe even the 90s. But I feel like it's going to be a more spread out offense. And I feel like he's going to want to be able to test who can he rely on in a game situation. He did mention in the press conference he has an idea who it may be. But I think he's going to want to see what's going on on the field before he decides who should I be looking to scheme open going up against this Texas A&M defense next week. Got two more keys to the game from Liam when we come back. We're also we're going to have our, our score picks, our final predictions for tonight. Miami Hurricanes against Miami, Ohio Redhawks. We're only getting started. You want to keep it locked right here on game day to Locked on Canes. Game day or game time. It is time to get your tickets. Guys, it can be stressful when you're looking for last-minute tickets. You're on some of these websites. You don't know if you're getting the best deal. At game time, you're always getting the best deal. And they have these flash deals. Folks, I have literally seen today... $4 upper deck tickets for Miami versus Miami, Ohio. And if you want to sit lower bowl in the 100s, I've seen $7 tickets. So, I mean, if you're looking for a deal, I, I think that's the definition of a deal right there, guys. You can also find great concert tickets and, you know, you put in your zip code or you allow the location services. They're going to pull up the events right in your area. So forget about planning months in advance and you get the game time guarantee, that means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And hopefully for your second listen, you check out uh, Locked on College Football Kickoff Live. It goes live every Friday, including today, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked on College YouTube channel, including ours. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insights and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. And I'm one of the panelists on the show, guys. I'm a week-to-week I'm -week permanent there. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On College YouTube channel, and you will not want to miss it. Uh, we're talking keys to the game here with Liam Willerup. He's my colleague at allhurricanes.com. So what we have so far, win at the line of scrimmage. Don't give up big plays. And let's try to find ourselves a number one receiver, at least somebody who can make the case for that tonight. Uh, what do you got, Liam? What keys to the game are we looking at? So my first is keeping the pressure on Brent Gabbert. Everyone knows who this guy is now in the media because he came out and said that Oxford, Ohio, is the real Miami. So he's going to have to come out there and show something. So if we want to be able to contain that, we need to make sure we keep this rotation fresh. As we talked about earlier, 
there's a lot of talent on this roster and the defensive line. Nigel Lee Kelly, Ruben Bain, Jaden Wayne, Akeem Messer, George, Fari Harvey, you continue to name it along with the guys that play on the interior. Make sure he is uncomfortable there. And especially, you want to make sure that you have a speed on the edge. Coach Guidry mentioned he's a twitchy guy. He's been able to make plays with his feet. Make sure you have the speed to contain him on the edge because if he gets to the outside, coverage gets broken. The last thing you want to see is a big play for Miami, Ohio. And I think this rotation can really make it uncomfortable for a guy coming back after an injury real season. And Miami, Ohio's offensive line is an X factor. Like, they, they've got a lot of size there, especially for a group of five team, right? I mean, you wouldn't necessarily compare them to an SEC or Big Ten offensive line, but they got size there for the group of five. But even though overall Miami, Ohio returned 16 of 22 starters from last year, they've got some new faces on the O-line. So is the communication up to par? Are they gelling together? We talk about the same thing with Miami's offensive line. They look very good. They've got some new pieces there. But, you know, Lance Guidry... His trademark is confusing opposing offensive lines and opposing quarterbacks. It's going to be hard to confuse Brett Gabbert because he's, what, I think 23 years old. He's an experienced guy, so he's he's seen most of what you can see in college football. But maybe Miami can exploit, uh, our Miami can exploit the Miami of Ohio offensive line. So I like that one. And then going into my next one, it's establishing this passing game early. One of the big things everyone loved about Shannon Dawson when he was brought in is, you know, his air raid mentality. He was able, as you mentioned, Tank Dell, you know, one of the top receivers on the Houston Texans now early on because he had such a good, strong offense around him when he was back in Houston. So now he needs, Coach Dawson needs to bring that over to our Miami and get this passing game going early. You know, while you may want to establish the run, I feel like there's so many options on offense that we can get involved not only the receivers and the tight ends, but even the running backs can get the ball in their hands in yeah. space and move. Like you mentioned, Xavier Restrepo, Colby Young, Elijah Arroyo. You know, Tyler needs to be able to gain the confidence in the short and intermediate game because I remember Elijah Arroyo mentioned back in one of our media availabilities that he's ready to put on show his deep catching abilities. And I would love to see a talented athlete like himself with his size being able to go up and get those 50-50 balls tonight. So if we give Tyler the confidence that, you know, helped him become one of the more promising quarterbacks in the ACC and even the country in his debut season. Uh, that is exactly what we need. While it hasn't been talked about much with Tyler Harrell, I would yeah. love to see him get a huge play in there. You know, flashing back to his days at Louisville, the reason why Alabama wanted him so badly. You know, he can get one catch for 60 yards and a touchdown. I'll be perfectly fine with that because that's just going to show you how much more dynamic we can be. And when he's out in the field, people are going to gravitate towards him, even if he's a one-two catch a game guy. But if he's getting, you know, 30 yards a catch, I'd love to see it. That's a hell of a point. Uh, and you took the words right out of my mouth with Tyler Harrell. I would love to see him catch, even if it's just one, just catch a deep ball <laughs> tomorrow. Now, you know, um, it goes without saying, got to see a lot from from our special teams. Uh, Miami, They up until t we're going to find out tonight, but they've kept it really close to the vest. Who's going to be returning kicks and punts? They, that's been a secret. They have not revealed up to this point. You know, we know who the usual suspects are. You know, Xavier Restrepo, Brashard Smith, Jacoby George, Ray Ray Joseph might get some burn there. Maybe Chris Johnson. So these, these are the possibilities. We just don't exactly know who it's going to be. Um, you know, um, th this to me, this will be more of a key against Texas A&M. I hope it's not a big key tonight against Miami, Ohio, but 
Dylan Joyce, the new punter. Like, hopefully he's just he could just sit on the bench for most of the game. Uh, but, you know, we, we don't know how he's going to perform in a real game situation because we haven't seen it. But that's another thing we're waiting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's got a big, big shoes to fill. I mean, congratulations to Lou Headley, you know, made the 53-man roster and won the punting job in New Orleans. So uh, you hope that he doesn't have to be all that ability. But like you said, we don't want to see him out there that much tonight. We want to make sure that we're controlling this game and we walk away clean and easy at the end of it. By the way, I want to throw out uh, a few keys that you guys texted to us on our exclusive subtext chat. Uh, if you want to be a VIP and you want to get the full Locked on Canes experience, sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community. You get text messages directly from my phone to yours with show updates, previews, uh, locker room notes, practice notes, recruiting scoops, all that good stuff. You can click the link in the show description below. Try it free for 14 days. Then if you like it, you can opt in $4.99 a month. We give you a lot of added value on there. Um, we get one from Kip who says 200 yards on the ground. Uh, and, you know, and that's, I go back and forth on this, Liam. Like I know it'd be nice to really establish a rhythmic passing game, but if the Hurricanes are able to control the line of scrimmage, maybe they end up running the football 40 times tonight. I don't, I, they're going to, Shannon Dawson's going to take what the defense gives to him either way. Yeah. I don't want to jump in too much to my prediction yet, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, depends. Is Ja'Curry Brown going to get into the game? That could potentially lead to some more rushing opportunities, not, not only for himself, but for the players around him. I would say we hover around the 150 mark, a little bit north of that. That would be my prediction. But if it's 200 yards, fine with me. That means that we've seen a great committee work with Parrish, you know, Fletcher, A.J. Allen, so on and so forth. Would love to see 200 yards, but I also want to see a great passing performance by Tyler Van Dyke. And 200 yards wouldn't be easy. I mean, Miami, Ohio, they were the top rushing defense in their conference last year. They gave up about 123 per game. I mean, obviously, they weren't, you know, facing power five competition on the regular, but 200 yards will not be easy against that team. Um, we get one from the 786 who says, keep Tyler Van Dyke's jersey clean. I second that. Uh, from the five six one, I want to see a strong running game. I want Maui Noah to absolutely pancake people, hit a couple deep shots, and get the win. Yes. From the eight one three, want to see a great running game, protection for TVD, no busted plays on D. Yeah, I, I feel like you saw my notes before. Uh, I know you texted that in before I said it, but I feel like mm-hmm. you saw my notes. Uh, ND Hater eighty five says uh, own the trenches on both sides of the football. Uh, from Salty Warrior, he says I've got two. Number one, team cohesiveness. Uh, and number two, a team that, when gets slapped upside the head, slaps back. Uh, yeah, you always want to see that personality. Uh, and and listen, cohesiveness, that's a big one, Liam, because half the roster is different. More than half the coaching staff is different from last year. Yeah, I mean, who's the main man in charge at the end of the day? It's Mario Cristobal. And yeah. you just want to make sure that he's able to keep the team intact. While there is a lot of new faces, I think these new faces have seemed to gel pretty well. Matt Lee, another one of the captains tonight, seems like he's already taken a leadership role on this team. I feel like everyone understands the current state of Miami. They know what happened last year. They're all trying to do, you know, bring the U on back on track. That's what's been about Mario Cristobal. He wasn't going to bring Miami back the first day he was hired. He knows that it's a long path to be able to get there. And as long as everyone's on that wave, I think the cohesiveness could should continue. And they've done tons of stuff talking about, you know, the cohesion of the offensive line with the quarterbacks, with Tyler Van Dyke taking out the offensive linemen. So 
as long as that stuff continues to be true, I think the cohesiveness of the roster will be great. Well, we'll find out tonight who is the real Miami, but we're going to find out in a second who's going to win and by how much. Liam and I will give you our score predictions right here. Keep it locked to Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And guys, again, join our exclusive subtext SMS texting community. Try it free for two weeks. Click the link in the show description below and make sure, depending on what time you're watching or listening to this, it may not have happened live yet, but 11 a.m. college football kickoff live here on Locked on Canes. I'll be on there for two hours with Drake Toll from Locked on Baylor, Kenton Gibbs from Locked on ACC. We're going to be going around the entire college football slate, so make sure to check that out. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll breeze through mine here, Liam, and we'll get to yours because I say breeze through mine because I did already give this on Thursday's episode. And both of our predictions are published at allhurricanes.com if you want to check that out. I'm going with uh, Miami, Florida, the Miami Hurricanes, to take a 35-10 to 10 win against Miami, Ohio. Uh, I think this game is going to be maybe aggravatingly close until into the third quarter, and that's when I think Miami Hurricanes' physicality and just size is going to start to wear down on Miami, Ohio a little bit, and that's when you may hit some big passing plays in the second half. So um, I, I see Miami being pretty tight defensively, the Canes. Um, I do see them getting some pressure on Brett Gabbert and keeping Miami, Ohio, for the most part, out of the end zone. I see them getting one touchdown, one field goal. And uh, listen, this is not going to be a walk in the park. I do see Hurricanes covering the spread, which is around 16, 17 points, depending on where you look. So I see Hurricanes winning by 25. Uh, they'll probably be up by maybe 10 points at the half, and then they'll it'll be one-way traffic in the second half. And uh, hopefully we don't see too many punts or too many field goals because I've got them scoring uh, five touchdowns. But I'm going Hurricanes 35, Red Hawks 10. What say you? Awesome. I got a little bit of a different score. I'm going Miami, Florida, 38, Miami, Ohio, 17. The way I see this game going, as much as I want Miami to come out the gates and just be slinging it, I think it's going to take a quarter for them to settle in. You know, we yeah. did talk about cohesion, but I feel like Shannon Dawson isn't going to be rolling out his full playbook in this game. He's going to want to be able to settle in, work on the run game, the intermediate and the pass game. I think all of the action for Miami is going to be taking place in the second and the third quarters because I predict that we'll be seeing Ja'Curry Brown sub in at the fourth quarter to be able to sure Tyler Van Dyke has his jersey clean. There's no slip-ups at that point, and Miami takes a commanding lead at that point. You know, I think we do see three running backs take at least, you know, six touches, maybe even four running backs. We'll see what they end up going out there with the running back by committee. And I think Miami's defense is going to be the highlight of the night. If I was a betting man, I'd have Kim Kitchens with an interception in this game. And I think one of the young freshmen or the one of the young linemen is going to have a two-sack performance. That's my oh, bold prediction. Yeah. I think we're, you know, Nigel Lee Kelly might be bursting on the scene because people have been loving this guy ever since he came in last year. I think it's time for him to put the world on display, make the ACC known who this guy is going to be because he is an absolute monster athlete. So 38-17, Miami, Florida wins the battle of Miami's over Miami, Ohio. And you, you brought up uh, a Cam Kinchin's interception. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't include this in my keys, uh, but some of the people who texted me on on subtext were saying, 
win that turnover margin, get some turnovers, right? I'd love to see a scoop and score. Maybe Leonard Taylor forces a fumble. And somebody picks that bad boy up and runs it into the end zone. At least one Kinchin's interception, a James Williams interception would be fantastic. So yeah, man, uh, I know, I know we don't rock the turnover chain anymore, but you know, I'll be, I'll be rocking it in my mind tonight, oh. hopefully. And then at last thing I want to mention here, Liam, because people, people go crazy for this. I don't really care what uniform combos they wear. Probably my favorite, though, on the road at least, is white on white. I like the Stormtrooper look. But the Hurricanes tonight will be wearing orange tops, white pants, which is the traditional, right? So they're mm -hmm. they're not wearing – they're not busting out the black unis tonight. They're wearing the orange tops, white pants. And we know for a fact they're going to be wearing that next week as well, Liam, because it's an orange out against Texas A&M. So for at least the first two weeks, we're going to have orange jerseys. Well, hey, hope the stands are bleeding of orange because yeah. that's what we need, not only this week, but next week as well. So let's keep that jersey clean no matter what color it is. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, huge thank you and shout out to everybody who took time to tune in. Game day, Miami Hurricanes, Miami Red Hawks tonight. Uh, make sure to hit that thumbs up button. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, Odyssey app, wherever you get your pods. And make sure you follow Liam on X. It's still weird saying that. But follow him at the lefty Liam and check us both out at allhurricanes.com. We'll talk to you guys again next time and certainly after the game on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.